Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Dave and team. Uh, what an incredible job they do in leading us in worship. Um, man, we're blessed. We are blessed. Uh, we're going we're gonna to launch from um, uh, the book of Psalms tonight, Psalm, Psalm chapter 1. If you want to go ahead and, and turn there, and, um, and we'll dig in here in just a few moments. But uh, how many of you would... Um, uh, just by raising your hand, say, you know what, I, I, I enjoy living a blessed, blessed life. I mean, just, I see hands. I mean, we're all in agreement. How many of you, how many of you would say right now you are living a blessed life? Uh, we, we all can get our hands, both hands up and say, man, God has, God has been so good to us and has blessed us, uh, blessed us individually. Uh, we can all kind of look back at uh, our own personal timeline and see just the rich blessings of God in the way that he has, has given us great favor. Uh, corporately, as a church, this church, we can look at the timeline of this church and say, man, we, we absolutely have been blessed. God's favor rests on Victory Church. We can just follow that out. 28 years going awfully strong. God's blessing is with us. And the blessing of God is there for everyone. I believe it begins with a choice. It, it, it all starts, it all originates out of that moment when we say, God, I accept you as my heavenly Father. I accept your Son, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and Savior. And we make that choice, but it doesn't end there. We continue to make choices all through our lives, all through our spiritual maturity and say, God, I also am making a choice to live with obedience. And through that obedience, we then experience God's rich blessings. If you have your Bible, please uh, go ahead and get to Psalm 1 and, and let's read. In beginning with verse 1, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. That's, that sounds really good. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm reading that. And we get right there into that middle section, and you're saying, yeah, that's, that's the life that I, I want to be a part of, that I want to enjoy. But then we get into verse 4, and it says, Not so the wicked, they are like chaff, that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous but the way of the wicked will perish. Father, I pray now, God, that you would speak to us. I pray, Lord, that the uh, words that are spoken tonight, that you would uh, anoint them. God, if they're not anointed, they're just words. They're useless words, but anoint this time together. Lord, speak to our hearts. Move us, Lord, in our faith, and we'll thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Blessed, uh, blessed life. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the one. What does what does blessing look? We can uh, uh, often we we look and say blessed life. We 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 want to we want to kind of put on uh, the label of great wealth or possible favor, but just to simply have a a cup of water 
uh, there are some parts of the world that that is just to be able to have a cup of water uh, is a blessing. Uh, for Kelly and I, uh, early on in our marriage, uh, we, we're blessed uh, to have both sets of parents, both sets of parents that live uh, very close by. And how many of you know that early on in marriage, you're, you're looking to get established and kind of make your way and trying to figure out the budget and, and realizing that you can't spend more than you have. And being blessed to have parents uh, often would relate or translate into uh, being blessed by parents. You know what I'm talking about? Any, anybody else? Am I the only one in the room? But man, you, man you're grateful for the parents or, or, or aunts or uncles or whoever has been able to be a blessing into your life. And so Kelly and I now, of course, uh, uh, Taylor is married, and, and we have our grandson, and we're on the other side of that, and we're, we're absolutely being able to love our family and say, God, man, you have, been, you have blessed us in a great way. Uh, blessing mentors. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had the, the, the joy of, of learning at the feet of someone, of just being able to soak up their wisdom and their knowledge and to be able to say, you know what, that's a blessing that's a blessing in my life to be able to learn from a hero, learn from someone that has already walked the path. They've been down the road a little bit before me. What a blessing it is to have a mentor in my life. I don't know about you, but I'm grateful for that. Here's one for you, uh, social media. Social media is a blessing. Matter of fact, I know that some of you are being blessed right now because you're scrolling through Facebook and Instagram and all those other things. You're just saying, man, thank the Lord for social media. Kelly and I are grateful for some uh, social media. Uh, right now, it's, it's our way, it's our avenue of being able to stay in touch uh, with our son and all, the, all of the uh, Facebook Live and all those things that go with it and uh, Grant's right now in Cuba hanging out uh, down there at Getmo and, uh, and even in his own life, uh, man, he's finding great blessing. We're able to kind of chat back and forth and uh, matter of fact, today, um, I was hoping to get some photos or at least some video footage uh, he was uh, mer meritoriously promoted to sergeant. And so uh, we were waiting. Man, man, bless. Yeah. You, you guys, man, as soon as we get them, just get on Facebook. What it, It'll all be there. You'll all be like, okay, stop sharing all those pictures. We're tired of seeing Grant, you know, hearing about Grant. But, man, he's, he's absolutely experiencing God's favor right now. Uh, matter of fact, he called me on Friday and, uh, and, and told us the news that uh, the major rode out to wherever they were at on the motorcycle and said, uh, pulled everybody together and kind of explained to them just uh, how big of a deal this was that uh, Grant was being promoted meritoriously, sergeant, uh, and then also at the level that he was uh, being promoted. It was a, a big deal. We're, we're still trying to wrap our, our minds around it just to, because we're not really, we're, we're on the outside looking in as parents, but yet we know that it's a, a big deal. And uh, of course, as Major's going through all of these uh, checklists and things and turns to Grant and says, Grant, uh, of course, uh, I guess Corporal uh, currently says, Corporal, would you like to address uh, the guys today and kind of share with them? And and, um, and so he wasn't expecting. It was kind of just one of those on-the-spot moments. And uh, he, he led. He said, I would first like to say uh, thank you to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He said, everything that I have experienced up to this point is because of God's favor on my life. 
there are things that I'm doing, exercises that I'm going through uh, that get me there and all of those that have supported me along my way, but it's because of God and his influence in my life. You know, as a parent, that's a blessing. That is something to say, man, I know that Grant is just figuring his way out. He is responsible and developing his own faith. But to hear, man, I, Dad, I, here's, here's how I responded, and here's what I believe, man, all the joy that fills my soul to hear those words come from my son and say, man, he's honoring, honoring God. What a blessing that is for Kelly and I. Missions trips. This church is uh, absolutely engaged in, in missions. If you've been here more than one Sunday, you'll know that we're very missional in what we do, and uh, from local missions to uh, the outreach and being able to go into uh, Costa Rica and Curacao and all those other parts of, uh, of South America uh, over in Europe and spreading the gospel. How many, of you've, how many of you have had the opportunity, raise your hand, to go on a missions trip with Victory Church? Just quickly, I see a lot of hands in the room. How many of you would say that, you know, at first, on that very first trip, you're excited and you're going and, and looking for an opportunity to be a blessing to someone, but you quickly find out that it's the reversal, it's the opposite, that you come back and realize just how blessed you are. And that's the way missions is. It's a very tangible way for you to be able to express God's goodness and his love to a lost and dying world. It's through missions Christian radio, how about the Joy FM? When we think about all of that the Joy FM is doing, not only here through Central Florida, but through the Southeast and, and spreading the gospel, to be able to turn your radio on, a uh, working radio, and to pick up just gospel, gospel uh, uh, music and gospel programming, and to say, man, my life is being fed with the richness of God every day, even whenever I'm in my car. That's, that's something that we can say that, that we are blessed by. We can say, man, to know that blessed is the man. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the one. God desires to bless all of us. And it begins with the choice that we make to understand that we have the option when we read Psalm chapter 1 to say, okay, on one hand, there's a choice that I can make in my life that will propel me into a richness, a grace, a mercy, a blessed life that God intends for me. The opposite can say, if, if, I, if I choose to go in the other direction, I will be hindered, there will be roadblocks, and I will not experience the blessed life that God has intended for me. The choice is ours. If we choose to follow the directions given by the Lord, we'll learn to live with obedience, thus experiencing a blessed life. The choice is ours. We're, we're a culture, we are a society uh, that enjoys uh, uh, having the ability to choose, uh, the opportunity to make a choice, and we love, we love our options. Uh, we absolutely have the, the choice of, uh, of deciding where we'll shop for our groceries. We have the choice whether we'll buy a, a Ford vehicle or a, a Chevrolet vehicle. If you're a Ford uh, fan and you desire an F-150, uh, you have the choice to say, you know what, I'd love to be able to drive the XL version. But then if you're at the XL version and you're on the car lot, then you could probably say, you know what, I think I, think I really like the XLT because the XLT just has just a few more options and it's my choice. 
Uh, but then as you're standing there looking at the XLT, you can say, man, you know what? They put the, the Lariat model there right beside the XLT. And I think, I think that the F-150 Lariat is the one that's for me. And it's just really a few, a few more dollars that I can really kind of wrap myself into. I can see myself driving the F-150 Lariat. And then you, of course, you know, as you, you're walking and you see the Lariat, then they have the Raptor that's sitting beside that. And, and the tires are a little larger, a little better looking rim, a, little, a few more upgrades. And you say, you know, what's, what's two more thousand dollars? I can, I'm driving now, man. I've, I've already seen myself in the Lariat. Now I'm in the, the Raptor. But, you know, as you pass by the Raptor, then you say, well, there's the King Ranch. Now we're at a whole different level of goodness and greatness. The King Ranch. Uh, matter of fact, biblically, it says that, man, I'm, I'm right there. I'm a part of God's family, and I know that there's the royal line, and I believe that I should be in the King Ranch. I mean, with all the heated seats and all of the things that come with the King Ranch model. And then, of course, as you're making that choice and that decision and looking at all the options, why would we stop with the King Ranch when we know that the Platinum model is sitting right there beside it, and it's only $2,000 difference in price? And we begin to make our way in with the salesperson saying, I'm going all in. Platinum model. It's right there. How many of you know when you enter into the showroom area, you look over there, there's the limited version. The limited version. If I'm going platinum, I might as well just go limited. I mean, we might as well, for $60,000, we might as well just go all in. I know that whenever I pull up into the, the, the ballpark, the parking lot there, and I pull up beside my buddy's truck, and he looks and says, that's the limited model. That, it doesn't get any better. We love our options. That's who we are. That's the American culture. We love to have the opportunity to be able to choose. And the choice is ours. Blessed is the man. Several years ago, prior to, um, I've been in, in ministry now, five years will be September. Uh, prior to that, uh, many of you know that uh, my background is in, in banking and lending. And, and probably the lion's share of that time was uh, sitting with young families, uh, seasoned families, and helping them to secure a mortgage. And the process is the same, whether you're buying that first home for $80,000, $90,000, uh, or you're saying, hey, I need to refinance my half a million dollar home. Uh, the, the bank and say, man, we've, we've got to know that this person has the ability to be able to repay the money that we're about to give them. And so we, go, we would go through the whole process and, and running the credit, and everybody wants to know, well, what's my credit score? And, and then, of course, uh, they, 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 they look and they get the home and the contract and the appraisal's done, and then they want to know, okay, what's, what's the appraisal? I want to know that I'm buying, I'm getting a deal. I want to be able to go in with a little bit of equity under my belt. And then how many of you know what the most important question is that it's asked every time, sometimes right up front, what's the interest rate? What will the interest rate be on my 30-year fixed loan or my 15-year fixed loan? Or you say, you know what, I believe I'm going to ride with a 3-1 arm or I'm possibly going to latch onto a 5-1 arm. Tell me what the rate is. What's the interest rate? There was a couple that I uh, sat down with probably early 2000s and how many of you remember Alan Greenspan? How many, uh, Alan Greenspan, uh, what is it, uh, the E.F. Hutton, uh, whenever he speaks, what, people, people listen 
at uh, this time when Alan Greenspan was sitting in the, in the chair of the Federal Reserve, chairman of the Federal Reserve, how many of you would say that people listened when Alan Greenspan spoke? It just had an impact on the markets. And so I'm sitting here with this, this couple, and I'm saying, hey, look, here's, here's where we're at right now on our 30-year mortgage. I mean, we can go ahead and secure this rate for you today. We can get it locked in. And you have the option to float, but my recommendation is uh, to, to make sure that you go ahead and get it locked in. That's probably the safe thing. It's a great rate. It will serve you well. And of course, uh, from time to time, I would get the response uh, from those individuals that are sitting on the other side of the desk, and uh, they've, always, they've always had an uncle or an aunt or a possible employer that says, no, 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 let it float. Let it, let it float. And so this couple, they, they opted to let it float. Well, Alan Greenspan, of course, it's out there. He's getting ready uh, to give his speech. And, uh, and, and he did not say exactly what the markets were hoping that he would say. And the market made a, a switch almost instantaneously where the, the brakes were put on, new rates were issued for that day. And just like that, we lost a half a point. Now, you have to understand that when you see swings in the market, you may get an eighth to a quarter percent of a swing, but a half of a point in interest rate was huge. And so I picked the phone up, and I call this couple, and, and the husband answers, and, and he says, hey, I, I know we had that conversation. I'm telling him this, and, and you know that Alan was going to be speaking, and you guys opted to let it float. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you I said, I think we, we should do it now uh, and maybe go ahead and secure the rate because we just, we just lost a half a percent on your interest rate. Behind him, there's silence on the line, but his wife is behind him, and she yells out, I told you we should have locked the rate. It was one of those moments that I'm listening, I'm like, ooh. It's going to be one of those nights, man. I told you we should have locked the rate. It was the choice was theirs. I encourage men to lock it. How many of you know that sometimes there are choices in life that cost us a lot more than we ever intended to pay? With that being said, there are also choices that we make in life that pay huge dividends that we never deserved but because of God's grace, God's favor, he poured it on. Even when in our darkest hour we said, God, I'll still follow you. I'm still going to live with obedience. And now many of you in this room are living a blessed life because of decisions that were made years ago. God is good. Amen? He is good today. He's good tomorrow. He'll be good in the future to come. That's the God that we serve Verse 1, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the company of mockers. Uh, mockers. The psalmist is clear. If we desire a blessed life, then we must make the choice to, to resist sin, to resist disobedience and say, you know what? I'm making the decision to fall after God and today I will live with obedience. And you can see where it continues to make its way down. It says, for the blessed man does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. The blessed man does not stand in the way of sinners. The blessed man does not sit in the seat of mockers. 
Those are choices that we have to make that we say that it doesn't just end when we say, Jesus, come into my heart. Lord, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. You are redeemed at that point, at that very moment. But then God is looking for a man and a woman to say, not only will I accept you, but I will then live with obedience. I will make sure that I am following the commands of God. The most important command that we have is to do what? Is to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, our soul, our mind, our strength. How many of you know that that takes effort? We have to be intentional when we say that we're going to love God with all that's within us. Just as we're intentional, if you're a married person, that you can't just go by and say, I love you honey you have to be intentional and you have to show her in ways that you absolutely love your spouse the same can be said with our God our heavenly father to where we say I love you I've committed my life but I will live in a way that is obedient to your word if we opt and make the choice of saying I'm going to live with disobedience how many of you know that deception and disobedience it is a slow slide it begins with just the way that we are walking and those that we're hanging out with and the conversations that are happening. And, and before you know it, that we begin to live with disobedience. Before you know it, we're, we're standing now and we're beginning to hang out even more so in that lifestyle of disobedience. And before, before you can even think twice about it, you become so paralyzed spiritually that you're now sitting sitting in a life of disobedience and a life of destruction. It's because we made the choice of living with disobedience. When you think about the pattern of, of walk, stand, and sit, it's contrary to the pattern that we would experience just natural human development, human growth. When we think about human development and human growth, it's normally the reversal from uh, what we see in this passage of scripture of walk and then standing and sitting. But whenever there's natural growth that takes place uh, from an infant to an adult, uh, it, always, it always starts off where there is sitting and then there is standing and then there is walking. Uh, Tracy uh, Roberts, uh, uh, works on staff here in our administrative office and has been a blessing to this church. And uh, just uh, just recently, uh, Luke and and Kelly uh, blessed her 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 life uh, with a, a grandbaby, uh, just a little sweetness uh, baby. And you can see Tracy just the glow. Uh, we all get to see the pictures. We get to hear about uh, Elena and her development and, and, and what's going on in her life. Uh, well, Sunday, this past Sunday, I don't know if it was the first time that she was in church, Elena, but uh, I noticed that Tracy was walking down the, uh, the hallway here on the campus, and there was just that natural glow that was there that, that comes on grandmothers and grandfathers whenever your grandkids are with you. And, and not only was it just Tracy, but she was then, she was flanked to the left and flanked to the right with those that were just making sure that the, the baby was being held just right, that it's time to show it off. How many of you grandparents, you know what I'm talking about? It's time to show that baby off. And they'll come, I see those two hands in the back. Man, I'll tell you, it's, it's just a special moment. There's a glow uh, that's there with Tracy. Uh, but there'll come that day to where uh, they're gathered in her living room 
And at some point, the baby will, will, they'll either prop the baby up or the baby will just kind of sit up by itself and probably early on will fall forward, uh, fall backwards, fall to the side, uh, begin to kind of whimper a little bit and they'll rush in and, and, and just say, oh, how horrible it was that you fell six inches. We're here to save you and to rescue you. And they sit and prop that baby back up. And then the natural thing will happen is that that baby becomes stronger and begins to kind of crawl a little bit. And next thing you know that the baby's making a little, Elena's walking over and pulling on Tracy's uh, just leg and looking up at her grandmother. And, and before you know it, she'll begin to pull herself up and she'll begin to stand all by herself. Just another achievement, just another moment in her growth. And then how many of you know what happens next is you're, that baby's standing there at the couch and notices that there are others in the room and they begin to kind of look over their look over their shoulder and they they begin to rotate that first leg back and how many of you know that they just fall on their rear end and it starts all over again and they go from sitting then back to standing ultimately ultimately she will walk and it will be a glorious day headlines breaking news uh, elena is now walking those are things that happen that's a natural progression of sitting and then standing and then walking and as a follower of christ if i can relate it this way when we make the decision to make him the ruler of our life, we begin to sit just in his presence. And we say, God, you know that I'm a new creature in you. God, I am sitting here and I know that there's work to be done in my life. I know that there's a lot of growth that needs to happen. And I pray, God, that as I continue to develop in my spiritual life, God, that you'll give the strength to me to be able to stand when I would normally fall and I would fall on my face. But God, I know that in you, as I'm living an obedient life, that you'll give me the strength to be able to stand. And then, Father, as I, as I venture out and I continue to grow in my faith, I'm asking, God, that you would walk with me. And how many of you know that his word is clear that it says that he will walk with us and that he will guide us by his spirit as we continue to mature in our faith? It all begins with a choice to say, I'm making a different choice tonight that I am now sitting in the presence of God. I am standing in the presence of God and now I am walking with the presence of God because of the power of his Holy Spirit. I am able to live with great obedience. That's the growth that we're all looking for. That's the obedience that we're looking for. The blessed life, that's where it begins to transpire when it begins to take place and saying, I'm living with great blessing. I'm growing in my faith. I'm not there yet, but God, I know that you're walking with me and developing me to get me to where I should be. And the choice belongs to you. In verse 2 and, and 3, and I believe it's on the screen, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. You want to read that again, don't you? Because it sounds good and it is good. That's the God that we serve. He desires to bless us. We learn when we live with, with delight. We learn to live with contentment. We know that our joy is found in Christ alone. It's no longer that I have to serve the Lord, but I get to serve the Lord. 
It's an opportunity that I get to have on Sunday morning to go and worship with the other saints of the Lord and to lift my hands and to glorify the King of Kings. What a blessing it is to be able to come into a building that has air conditioning and and proper lighting and all of the friendly faces and to to be able to cross the aisles and shake shake the hand of my brother and sister in Christ. What a blessing it is. It's not something that I have to do, but it's something that I get to do. It's a privilege. It's an honor. It's a blessed, blessed life. We become like that tree that's planted by the streams of water. In this area of, of, of our, uh, for the lack of the better, uh, no pun intended, but for the lack of a better description, uh, man, uh, in this neck of the woods, we have cypress trees. We have cypress trees. How many of you are familiar with the cypress trees? Cypress trees all through the southeast, right here in, in Lakeland and Winter Haven, cypress trees. Uh, and cypress trees, if, if you know anything about cypress trees, it's, it's the only tree that I've ever seen as I've kind of made my way through this area that is just coming straight up out of the water and it's growing. And in your mind, you're saying, how, how is this happening? How is this tree growing up right out of the water? At the base of all the cypress trees, how many of you know the little, the little knobs, the little awkward-looking uh, little knobs that come up? Uh, they actually have a name. How many of you knew that they're called cypress knees? Actually called cypress knees. And uh, in, in, in my reading and research... Uh, I had no idea. I thought that they were just used to make lamps. You know, you see them on the, the side of the road and you see this awkward looking piece of wood and it's there and it's, or a clock or whatever. And, but it does have a purpose that uh, I believe that it's there for uh, the sake of the tree that the, the knobs come up and that's what gives oxygen back to the tree uh, that the roots are, are deep. And it says that the deeper the water, that the taller, the taller the knee becomes, that it could average anywhere from six feet, maybe 12 feet. A cypress tree in itself ranges anywhere from 50 to 80 feet. The canopy is anywhere from 20 to 30 feet, maybe, maybe bigger, maybe larger. Trees that have been around for hundreds of years, some trees estimated that they've been on the face of this earth for a thousand years, some even 2,000. They've just been here for a long time. That's that. That's our part of the country, the southeast. You, sit, you find the, the cypress tree. But the very, the very thing that gives its life is that little old knee that pops up above the water surface. Or if it's soggy soil, you see them all popped up around the bottom. And for us, for you and I, man, man our life, when we're planted, says that you're like a tree planted by the streams of water, knowing that the streams of water are Jesus Christ, His Spirit that gives us oxygen, that gives us life. And it says that whatever we do prospers, that our, that our leaves will never wither. That's a blessed life. That's what we get to enjoy when we embrace the disciplines and delighting ourselves in God and, and developing our spirit, man, and, and meditating before, the, before our Lord each and every day and meditating, finding ourselves in our quiet room. And that's the reward. That's the blessing that says, God, man, I'm obedient. I'm following you. I'm serving you. And he says, blessed. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the man who delights himself in me. What a promise. What a truth that we have as followers of Christ. 
when we make the decision, when we make the choice to delight ourselves in God, we will find ourselves on our knees being fed by the Master. And when the time comes for us to flourish, we will produce fruit. We will do it in a prosperous way. That's the purpose. That's why we do what we do. That's why we've made the decision to follow Christ. That's why we've made the decision, the choice to live with obedience. And then verse 4 and, and through 6, and Pastor Dave, if you and the team would like to make your way back, I'm wrapping it up now. It says, Not so the wicked, they are like chaff, that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Chaff. Chaff. The one word in that passage jumps out, and it's just chaff. To be able to know that it is a, it is a useless product. It is a piece of trash. It is a piece of debris. It is the, the residue from whenever the harvest takes place. All that's left after they've collected the grain is the chaff. There's no value in chaff. You can water a tree and growth will happen. You can water chaff all day long and it will still be a dead piece of chaff that is just tossed back and forth and eventually blown away. But not so for the person that says, I'm now sitting with the Father. I'm standing with the Father. I've made a decision to walk with the Father. His word tells me that my life is blessed. His word tells me that whenever I live in obedience, then I'm going to be that strong tree. It finds its life in the rivers, in the streams of the Almighty. That's the life that is waiting for us. There may be someone in the room tonight that you, you said, you know what, I've never made the decision. I've never made the choice to follow after Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. In just a moment, you're going to have that opportunity to make that decision. Just like the majority of the people that are sitting in, in this sanctuary on a Wednesday night, you'll have that choice to, to be able to say, Jesus Christ, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Rule in my life. But then what about the rest of us? What does it look like for us now that we're a little more seasoned in our faith? We've got some miles on us. We've been, we've been living with obedience. What does it look like for us now? How, how, are, we, how are we working? Are we, still, are we still as strong in our faith from, the, from the, the first day that we ever accepted Christ? How is it that if we go over to Matthew in chapter 5 and Jesus is giving his great message, his sermon on the mount, and he says, man, the, the Beatitudes, man, blessed. Blessed is the person that's merciful. How are we doing in extending mercy? Hey, blessed, blessed is the person that follows me with a pure heart. How are we doing when we, when we look and we do an assessment? And, and, and are we nailing that down? Blessed is the person that looks to show peace 
in a troubling time. Blessed is the what? The peacemaker. I think the message tonight in Psalm chapter 1, there's a little bit for everyone at the table tonight. Let's bow our heads. Father, we thank you, God, for an opportunity to come into your presence and to hear from you. I pray, God, for that person that may be in this room that has never made the decision to go all in, to make the choice that I'll follow after you. If that's you and you want to raise your hand right now, every head is bowed, every eye is closed, simply raise your hand and say, you know what, I'm, I'm committing my life to Jesus Christ once and for all. I'm looking to make that choice, that decision. I pray, God, that as we continue to make our way through the service, whoever that person is in this room, Lord, that they would have the boldness and the courage, if not tonight, that at some point in the near future that they would accept you as their Lord and Savior. I pray, God, for every person that is also in this room representing representing the kingdom. I know that there's work to be done. Lord, we're here to be re-energized, to be fueled up once again, to lead this campus, to go and make an impact and a difference in our community. But God, we're a little troubled. We're a little challenged right now. And God, we need to, we need to work on making sure that we live with greater obedience. There are just a few tweaks, a few things that need to be done. I pray, God, that you would move us closer to you this hour, God, so that we can live in our community and know that we're blessed and that others would look at us Say, man, that is a strong person. That is a blessed individual. I pray, God, that we would make that choice tonight to live with a discipline and an obedience. Tonight, the altars are open, and you guys have heard the message. And there's plenty of opportunity for everyone to come forth and to come down to the front. If you're saying, man, I need someone to come into an agreement with me. I, I know that, man, I've... I'm living with obedience, but there's just a little tweak, just a little something that I need some prayer with. Pray, uh, pray with someone. You may be going through a certain challenge. Come on down as Pastor Dave leads us in this song. And then we're just going to come back in just a few moments and give the benediction for this evening.